Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include capital markets reaction to the Fed news and an interview with Rob Chrisman regarding news from the Fed and the IMB conference in Nashville. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, TMS. TMS is a top 10 subservicer with a 98% customer satisfaction rate. TMS is on a mission to grow happiness and does business a different way and does it well. They deliver next-level service with their award-winning proprietary technology, SIMI. SIMI stands for Servicing Intelligence Made Easy. It gives lenders a 360-degree, 24-7, 365, on-demand portfolio view with access to live data, recorded borrower calls, delinquency solutions, and much more. Headlines yesterday were always going to revolve around takeaways from the January Federal Open Market Committee meeting. The FOMC left the overnight rate unchanged but signaled that the U.S. Central Bank is ready to hike the Fed Fund's target rate in March and shrink its $9 trillion in bond holdings after liftoff. Although risks to the outlook remain, the economy and the employment situation have continued to strengthen. Fed Chair Powell didn't rule out raising rates at every meeting to tackle high inflation, but noted that no decisions have been made yet and policy needs to be nimble. Expectations are for a total of 100 basis points of rate hikes by the end of 2022. It now seems that asset purchases will conclude in early March versus the previously implied mid-March timeframe, with the Fed making it clear it plans to end any further growth to its balance sheet, thereby reducing accommodation at the longer end of the yield curve. The Fed is expected to begin allowing runoff more quickly this time than last and at a faster pace once it starts. Some believe that the Fed delivered what markets wanted and expected, while falling further behind economic developments on the ground by not stopping the purchase of assets immediately and giving a clear signal on rates. For more on this, I wanted to bring on my dad for a little interview. All right, what do you want to talk about first, the Fed or Nashville Independent Mortgage Bankers? The Federal Reserve. Expectations going into the meeting were for the Fed to set the stage for a rate hike in March and a reduction in its balance sheet shortly thereafter. Some are saying yesterday's statement was still dovish and the Fed is trying to appease markets. Where where do you see things? I think the way the markets reacted might indicate otherwise. The Federal Reserve is is late to the data party, as they say, and I'd say investors and economists have been looking at inflationary data and a rebound from the pandemic for quite some time. And so, in general, the Fed is viewed as being late to take some of the actions that it's going to take. That being said... I think we are on a path toward several rate increases this year. And I think that lenders need to think about what kind of product set and what kind of service they're offering their customers given a rising rate environment. Because many loan officers and many companies have not been in any kind of rising rate environment. So it's going to involve a shift in the conversations that originators have with borrowers. So we saw treasury yields rise and MBS prices drop as a result of the meeting. I thought expectations for what the Fed said yesterday were already perfectly priced into markets. Why wasn't that the case? Activity in the market yesterday was proof once again that it's hard to 
forecast exactly what the bond market and the stock market is going to do given a piece of news, even when you pretty much know it in advance. And so the thinking was that the, the Federal Reserve is, is late and is playing catch-up. And will the catch-up be able to ward off inflation and stabilize the economy to as great a degree as one would hope the bond market activity with rates going up and MBS prices dropping, resulting in a lot of rate sheet changes indicate that kind of buy the rumor, sell the news uh, situation. So I think the market reacted like the market's going to react. It might, it might calm down today and for the next several days, let this news be adopted into pricing behavior, but it was a little bit of a knee jerk reaction. And I think things will calm down. So if you were running an origination team, what would you be telling your sales staff right now? I would be talking to them about the products that we're offering that will help borrowers because there are millions of borrowers out there with 30 year rates in the twos and low threes. And so what kind of products do we have that we can offer? For example, many borrowers out there with low rates have uh, mortgage insurance. And if the value of their house has gone up, then perhaps that mortgage insurance premium can be removed. And so that's the kind of discussions that lenders are having out there with their sales staff in terms of here are the products that we offer. And here are the conversations that you should have with borrowers who are thinking about refinancing to pull some cash out or for whatever reason. And so uh, product and service are going to be very, very important this year. All right, let's turn to where you are right now, which is hopefully not still at the honky tonk bar, but maybe at the uh, Econo Lodge in Nashville. What's, what's the talk there? In general, the talk is optimistic. There's a lot of great technology that's coming out from credit vendors, from LOS vendors, POS vendors, and so forth, capital markets vendors, in terms of helping companies become more efficient and lower the cost of production, because that'll be the name of the game in 2022 is how costs are brought down, whether that is technology, whether it's renegotiating health insurance, whether it is, you know, scaling back on manpower, not replacing people who are retiring or, or move to a different company, you know, lowering costs is definitely the name of the game and how companies can be more efficient in producing these residential mortgages. To those not attending the conference, what was overall attendance like? I know people are eager to get back to conferences, but this latest COVID wave has uh, some reconsidering that. I think that the NBA put in some safeguards with regard to checking for vaccines that gave people a lot of comfort and other organizations are doing the same in terms of making sure that people who attend the conferences have their, their proof of vaccines. And uh, some conferences I've been to actually check temperature uh, with one of those radar gun type things at your forehead. So I think the, the mood is to get back to in-person conferences. 
we're, we are entering the in-person conference season with, uh, you know, the end of January and into February and March and so forth. So I think people are anxious to get back in a safe manner and, and actually see their coworkers and competitors and other people they've known for many years in the same room. And if you don't have the vaccine, but you have third or fourth grade Photoshop skills, you can still attend? No comment. <laughs> Well, fortunately, you're vaccinated. When are you getting your booster? I already did. You did? Several months ago. Did you really? I did. Yeah, it took about took about four minutes. Wow. This is being recorded. <laughs> well, I can edit it. <laughs> no. All right. I got to get going here. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Treasury prices dropped in the MBS basis was bashed due to a dovish statement in Chair Powell's comment that there is quite a bit of room to raise rates without dampening employment. While he dodged questions on when the balance sheet reduction would begin, the Fed chair said that it was likely to be discussed at the next couple meetings, likely pushing its start into the summer at the earliest. The thought that the Fed would like to return to a balance sheet that is primarily Treasuries at some point is putting additional pressure on MBS yields over the medium term. Today's busy calendar, not that it matters much, is already underway with the first look at Q4 GDP, up 6.9%, which is old news. Durable goods orders down 0.9%, or up 0.4%, excluding transportation. And jobless claims down 30,000 to 260,000, with continuing claims up 51,000 to 1.675 million. Later this morning brings pending home sales, Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, Kansas City Fed manufacturing, and a treasury auction of $53 billion of seven-year notes. The desk will purchase up to $3.4 billion of conventional MBS, while the treasury purchase operation will target $1.8 billion of 22.5 to 30-year coupons. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worth a solid half point and the 10-year yielding 1.83 after closing yesterday at 1.85% as the market further digests the Fed's path and the reality sinking in that the Fed A will likely not reinvest MBS prepayments and B was not going to lock itself into a quarterly rate increase pattern. It could be faster. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A vulture boards an airplane carrying two dead raccoons. The stewardess looks at him and says, I'm sorry, sir. Only one carry-on allowed per passenger. That's C-A-R-R-I-O-N. It's a great joke, I know. Thanks again to today's sponsor, TMS. TMS Subservicing is a top 10 subservicer. As a former originator for years, TMS has the insight that's served them well in providing the customer service they're known for, the technology they've developed, and the products they've created. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.